Yo, 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 what is good, everybody? Welcome back to Mount Draftmore. Three of the core four are back in the building, ready to draft yet again. I am Ben Jammin, and I am joined by Dylan. Hey. And Dustin. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> you took my hey. I'm usually like, hi, hey. And I was like, oh, no, I got to come up with something fast. <laughs> it's been a while because I was on break, so I forgot what I said usually. What do I usually say? I don't hello. know. Hello. I think that's what I do. Yeah, you normally do <laughs> hello. the soft hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> no Maddie Ice with us today, but it's okay. We 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 move along. We keep this train a rolling for your listening pleasure. Today we will be drafting 90s toys. And don't you know, we already got that draft order decided for y'all. Dylan is going first. I will be going hmm. second. And Dustin is going third. <laughs> Well, let's let's get into it once this song ends. Okay, cool. Now we can do it. Round one. Dylan, you're up first. First pick. Nineties toys. Oh, wait, hold up. Yeah, let's define oh, let's, yeah. define really quick. So we talked about it and we came to the conclusion that a toy is something that you should be able to potentially manipulate, right? Should be marketed towards children. However, we're purposefully excluding <laughs> video game consoles from this as they're kind of in their own category and they're a little bit of an ace in the hole. Like we figured if one of us took a Game Boy, it's like, okay, well that's the clear winner because Game Boy was just so popular. Everyone wants a fucking Game Boy. So yeah. How did you describe <laughs> manipulate the toys? <laughs> what an interesting way to phrase that. Technically, yeah, I guess you're right. Like interesting. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it I think it applies to most things. You could manipulate a puzzle, you could manipulate an action figure or a card game. Um, you can manipulate a crayon or Look at my Play-Doh. kids, they're so manipulative. I hate when they play games. They always beat me. Manipulative children. <laughs> what? Dude, you literally have one job to do. It is don't say any curse words for the first like five minutes. Did I? No, he did. And he said no. like he said what society would deem is the worst one. So thanks for making me edit that. Sorry. <laughs> and every time it's like, okay, we do we're we're gonna hit it. We're about to the mark. And you did it like seconds, but like boom. Oh man. Like God damn. I'm sorry. I think you beat me to it. So now <laughs> I feel like because I think I might have slipped one in with the manipulative. You almost <laughs> did. Uh yeah, I, after I did it too, I cringed a little bit. Um but uh I'm gonna watch my potty mouth from here on out. So well, I mean I said I, that I, before. I think on YouTube it's like after five minutes, then you're fair game. And mm. we're at three right now. Three on the shoot, clock. Shoot. <laughs> Sorry. That's the time to beat next time. <laughs> you know, five minutes is the time to beat. Make it let's make Fudge it five muffins. minutes. Um, there, we there we go. So round one. So round one, no video game consoles. However, like Card games are in uh, electronic games, uh, you know, and toys. Toys. Mm -hmm. Toys. Toys. Yeah. Dylan, first pick. What do you got? I'm going with uh, something that's obvious to me because just about everyone had one, and it's a super soaker. Um, Super soaker. It was actually created in 1989, but that makes that, that like. Uh, so technically it wasn't released in the nineties. However, it was the toy of the nineties. And Mm -hmm. I felt like super soaker is, it's one of those toys where, um, it kept one upping itself kind of like a, a a razor, you know, like razor commercials where they're like, (laughs) we just added the 10th blade on this razor. Um, (laughs) now it's got aloe vera (laughs) three chambers to soak all your friends. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And they came out with like, 
um, like machine gun, super <laughs> soaker. Like kids were starting to get like their eyes poked out. Uh, they were going blind. You're starting to like have to really dress up in camo and have some battle <laughs> strategy going in. Yeah. Teams. Oh yeah. You had cartridges with water and like, oh man, it was so cool. Um, I love the super soaker. That is a good one. Although you only had that one, unless you were to try and give like little shots. But if you just unleashed the fury on someone, you had to book it out of there and be yeah. like, I need to refill. I need to refill. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Dude, we should have a super soaker fight sometime. That would be so that fun. That would be fun. I, I oh loved squirt gun fights. And I was, so I was born 94, 6 when we went into the 2000s. So I was at that age where I had to win. You know, little kids. I needed those rules <laughs> to be in my favor. I'd get real uh-huh. angry with anyone that squirted me. It'd just be like, I had to cry and everything. I'd be like, what? You can't squirt <laughs> me. And they're like, you've literally been laughing maniacally with this super soaker, drenching all of your family. We just squirt you a little bit. <laughs> Waterworks came, cried, but good times. Yeah. <laughs> ben, did you have experiences with super soakers? So many experiences. My stepdad and I would play with the super soakers. We had the turquoise ones with the purple tanks. Oh, so much fun. Classic. So much. Dude, they're just, that was the toy that even parents liked. So it was like, sweet, it's going to get my kid the hell out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Outside, running around. Dude, they kept you busy forever. Exactly. Forever. No one, no one cared that it was like a, that it was shaped like a gun or that it was a gun. Like mm-hmm. nowadays I feel like PC, the PC won't let you like. No super soakers. Yeah. At least half of it, though, because at Fred Meyer's, like, a couple, or like a year and a half ago now when I worked there, oh, they're still making assault weapon type. Oh, yeah. The Nerf guns are like Nerf guns, oh, squirt Nerf guns. Oh, for sure. All of it. Mm-hmm. Even squirt guns. There's still a market, all right. Dude, I, <laughs> can we get, you got your computer. Can we get super soakers? I just haven't seen them marketed in a long time. Let me look. Uh, let's put some super soakers with food dye. And we'll all have different colors. Yeah. And we'll have, like, the first one who gets tagged by the other three is out. Dude. You know dude, what I mean? So the last person standing without all the colors on them. You can That's get them good. on Amazon, at least. Uh, I don't know if they're, like, Nerf brand super soakers, which is, like, the super soaker, you know, that we all know. Oh, I didn't know that Nerf was Nerf, the manufacturer. Nerf. Um, hold on. Let me look here. Nerf Hasbro owns super soaker. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, this is crazy. Y'all at home, you'll have to Google this, but, like, I think I just found Ben's, maybe. Um, Oh, my gosh. They're so... You show me the nostalgia. Is this the one you had with the turquoise? Is that it? Man, that one looks mighty familiar. I've seen this one a million times. Dude, I honestly think that... Oh, see... Hold on, dude. I feel like I had that one, but there was another one where like the gray on that mm-hmm. was all turquoise. And then the purple tank was almost something like this one Ooh. like this. Okay. And that's the classic super soaker yeah. shape. Um, if y'all don't know, it's like where there's a cylinder on top and, and the body very much so looks like a gun, but like the, it's just so many different bright colors too. And I think that adds a little extra fun to the super soakers. Mm. Um, yeah. Ah, so many fun summer days running around in my swim trunks just shooting people with a super soaker. Yeah, yep. so that's my that's my round one pick. <laughs> nice. That's, that's a, a value good round pick. One pick. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Your value in the first and the first overall is a value pick. <laughs> <laughs> Values are for fourth round, but I'm I'm he goes right to the value. Yes. 
He's like straight to the. It's like the value is. <laughs> it's like when you get a deal. The deal is because what the market usually sets the price on that, and you got it lower than the price. So like fourth round, it's like oh. I got this at a steal because I didn't have to use a first overall pick. Sorry. But hold on, hold on. I think I might be able to swing this in a way that actually benefits you. Oh. Like your position, right? Uh Uh-huh. So back in the 80s and 90s, and then later, they did it again like promotionally for a while. But Kmart had the blue light special. Hmm. You ever, do you guys ever remember hearing about blue light special? So in the blue light special, there was something that was marked down. It was a deal. But, like, back in the day, it was hype. Like, people would try and go after and get that deal. Mm. So, maybe from Dylan's perspective, being a being an 80s baby, young 90s kid, mm-hmm. he, re- he subconsciously remembers the blue light special. And he saw the super soakers on blue light. He had to get back there because it was about to be a madhouse. Had to ensure that he got the good deal before it's gone. <laughs> true. Very true. I, I mean, I like the pick for this one for sure. Mm-hmm. It's just the trend of the value in the first. It's I I. (laughs) This one was good though because I didn't see that one coming. As a frugal person, I just love I love a sale. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So that sale for me automatically is number one in my head. I think it's like some weird psychological thing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one was good. I totally forgot. Like, I forgot about that type of toy. So you brought me to a whole another realm of my childhood where I was like, oh yeah. There are many birthdays where that was the toy. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I got, or if like, I got a squirt gun. You didn't know what to get someone. You got them a super soaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my mom did that for like all my friends, you know, birthdays. Because mm-hmm. apparently, yeah. Oh, man, what a w- weird way to get gifts, birthday parties. I had forgotten about that. I never got to have birthday parties because my birthday lands on uh, near Memorial Day. So yeah, same, everyone, same. you too. Oh yeah, okay. on, like, mo- many of times on it, right? May twenty six. Damn, a lot of times it's like on it. Our birthdays are so close. Yeah, mine's May twenty fourth. Yeah, we knew this. Damn. I knew this. Well, I'm terrible <laughs> at remembering. <laughs> That's why you need to get into astrology because I remembered. It was like you, me, wow. and Mark are all Gemini's. That's crazy. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, many people go out of town for this three day weekend. Mm-hmm. And at first you're just like, yeah, I got a three day weekend. It's going to be great. Everyone's going to be like, cool. Even on a Sunday, I'll come. <laughs> nope. They're gone. <laughs> they're just gone. Yeah. They're at the Alamo Inn, about to go to six flags. Uh, oh, well, oh well. <laughs> screw him. We had better weather than all those winter babies. So That's right Yeah, we got to have squirt gun fights mm-hmm. at our birthdays. <laughs> Let's break it out right now. All right. Ben, hey. is it your pick? It's my pick. And my, I'm picking Pokemon cards. Yeah. Why do you think I fought for that first round? Because I was like, there's an obvious like first rounder that won't slide past you. It can't slide <laughs> past me. I still have all my old 90s Pokemon cards. They're so, oh, man, the grind for those, those stores would get them. They'd restock. Boom. They're sold out, especially the first edition Pokemon cards. Man, you couldn't ever find those first editions. Mm-hmm. And then you, and it was like the one, it was the one toy that you could take to school with you. And you weren't going to be like, if you brought an action figure with the, with you to school, kids are going to look at you crazy. Yeah. Like, bro, you're in the fifth grade. Why are you playing with action figures? <laughs> but you come in the fifth grade with your, your deck of Pokemon cards. Oh shit. You're balling. <laughs> that was like, kids worry about, like talk about clout right now. Oh, original clout. That was all about sneakers. <laughs> it wasn't about sneakers. It was all about Pokemon cards. I mean, Pokemon cards even today are a big, big thing. Like Target stopped carrying them recently because people were getting crazy over the restocks because Pokemon cards 
for some reason are now reselling higher than ever before. It's insane. There's some sort of weird bubble happening right now. Dude, it's weird. It's like people want to collect shit. They're like, we have all this disposable income. Let's collect stuff. Ooh, Pokemon cards. We can collect those. Like, that original Charizard, uh, Shadowless First Edition Charizard. Those go for like 12 grand. Dude. That's crazy. Some of the more limited cards, like the Pikachu Illustrator, which was given to winners of a contest, so there's only so many of them, those sell for over $200,000. That's crazy. So does someone just frame that and put it up in their kitchen or something? I mean... Or, like, in their office? Like, what do you do with it? I mean, you get the card graded so that you know, like, how pristine it is. And then once you have a grade for it, you know how much it's worth. And then, yeah, it's basically a piece of art. Wow. And that's another cool thing about, like, the Pokemon cards. It's not like each card is illustrated by the same person or by, like, one person at this company. It's like there are all these different illustrators and contributors that mm-hmm. submit to the, like, to the production of the cards. So, um I feel like Pokemon cards, that's an easy layup. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Just that's like, a, that's oh, a value man. pick if I ever saw one. That's great. I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> Dylan, <laughs> Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. No, that's I really mean, it's great. a literal valuable pick. It is. Like, Pokemon actually. cards are still worth stupid money. Like, mm-hmm. I wonder what mine would... Anyways, yeah. Did you ever do, um, like, Pokemon, uh, the like, actually play the card game? So it's, what's funny is I didn't actually play the game until I was working at middle school in Kirkland in like 2015, 2016, because the kids did play. Oh, okay. Like during lunch. So I learned how to play from them. And then I brought like, because ex- I have tons of like duplicates of my old cards. So I just make old decks and then play them. And I mean, they would stomp me when they pulled like an EX because they're just so, so much more powerful than old cards. But I mean, you could, you could still play with those old cards. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Cool. Nice yeah. pick. Pokemon cards. All you, right. All right. Can I just say, like, the... I actually do like watching people pull cards online. Do you watch that? Oh, yeah. Dude, I do. it's so entertaining. Pack openings. Dude. Like, there's, you just don't know what's going to come out of the pack. <laughs> there's this guy, Lionheart, and he, like... He'll open up old packs, and it's crazy, like, the frequency at which he, like, pulls rare cards. Like, I've seen him pull multiple Charizards. Wow. And it blows my mind. I'm like, dude, what? And you get, like, you get that response. Like, I don't know about you, but for me, I feel, like, Mm -hmm. that feeling that you get when you open. It's like, oh, my God, my heart's racing. Oh, snap. He pulled one. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, what are you doing? I'm like, he just pulled a Charizard. He had he had he had two packs and one of them he got a Charizard in. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's love it. adrenaline. Okay, well with my pick, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, I'm so already bummed. I'm already bitter in the first round. Well, you know I'm bitter after like 30 episodes of just ridiculousness on this podcast. Well, I mean, so just I'm for gonna... a little context, like we were we were, we rolled for another episode that we were gonna record. And I roll, and I got the high number. Dustin was two, and Dylan was three. And then we decided to record this one first. And so I was like, "Oh, cool, we already rolled." And Dustin was yeah. like, "No, no, sir, we're re-rolling. <laughs> we're rolling for this." So I was like, "Okay." And then Dustin ended up rolling third. So yeah, yeah. The uh, person who was um, zero to six in this decade, who <laughs> probably needed literally all the help, because Pokemon was like the end of the '90s. So I was firmly in there, like. 2000s like 1999 that was the oldest i was in the 90s and i was like yeah i had pokemon cards 
Okay. But enough complaining, which I can always do later. We can return to that. Um, I'm going to go with a pick, and I want to explain really quick before I get into it. One, this is a shout-out to Mr. Franchise, who isn't here on some of that market value, big trend setting, bada-bing, bada-boom. You know you love it because of its iconic (laughs) value. Yes, Matt, wherever you are right now. We love you. This one's going to you. It's also going to Marjorie because... This one, we were talking about it. She's like, oh, my gosh, Iconic still have them, still have them around. And that is something that satisfies that stuffed animal thing where kids, especially because think about my age. Like, you see kids, especially young kids. I don't know what it is, but between the odd baby dolls, which is kind of odd, yeah, and the stuffed animals, kids just, like, love to care for something. It's so weird because they're being cared for. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's like I need... To feel like I'm now the caregiver, but I love stuffed animals. Every like almost every kid has stuffed animals. I'm talking about beanie babies. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Wow. Which <laughs> I also said, yeah. Right wow. Remember when whole shells were filled with those? Wow. Yes. I completely. You know what's funny is I, when I was gonna talk about Pokemon cards, I was gonna make the reference of like remember when beanie babies were huge and everyone mm-hmm. thought those were gonna be worth a lot of money. And Some now, of them are though. Yeah. Yeah. When I got okay, I got several facts. First, first, just about a little bit of its origins. Although created in '93, it emerged as a major fad and has been cited as being the world's first internet sensation in 1995. <laughs> Whoa! They are collected not only as toys but also as a financial investment due to the high resale value of particular ones. Mm-hmm. And when I was looking up the high resale values, of course, Pokemon cards did come up. Big time. <laughs> Furbies actually came up as well. What? Yes. Uh, and we're talking about, like, obviously mint condition. Like, right. I mean, they're a toy collector, so it doesn't totally surprise me. We're not talking about, like, I had this in my garage. It's a little mil- <laughs> moldy, <laughs> but do you want it? Like, these are, like, toy collectors here. Oh, no. Did I click out of my link? Darn. Anyways, there were some that were being sold in the, like, 400 to 600 range. Oh, wow. Yeah, which... Considering how much you probably paid for it, that's a pretty darn good investment. The other thing I like about Beanie Babies is toy <laughs> toy people are so smart with this. They understand that like need to collect things. And Ben, I know you're a collector, so this this is also going to you. Toy companies, if they can find a way to make you not only want to buy the first product, but then have this insatiable need for the next one and the other yeah. one. And now all of a sudden there is this like market that is just on fire and you have some people who are like bummed a little bit. Like I got this beanie baby and not this other one. Yeah. And also the size too, that goes out to the parents. They, if these things were huge and you were collecting them, parents would be pissed. Your mom would probably throw it out when you weren't looking. (laughs) The small size was crucial Uh (laughs) in order to have a lot of these. They had to be small. So beanie babies. (laughs) <laughs> I'm looking it up, and it seems like what makes some of these very popular is uh, there being, like, a mistake on the tag or something. <laughs> and for some reason, like, people just latch onto that. They're like, this is unique. I'm going to collect it for the mistake, which I, I get it. I do. Um, I'm looking through some of these, and, man, I feel like maybe I I had, because I did collect Beanie Babies for a while when I was mm. young. I think I had, my, like, one of the top sellers is uh, Stinky. The uh, the skunk. I feel like I had a stinky. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I distinctly remember it. Another one is lips. The fish. It's very colorful. I feel like I had that. 
Um, yeah, I loved Beanie Babies. They were so fun. You know what one problem is with the whole resale thing that's so funny? In my opinion, maybe you don't need to do, be one particular type of person, but you definitely kind of need to have a certain, like, organization. Mm-hmm. You keep things in mint condition, which I definitely don't, no. so I was never, ever going to resell something because I, like, thrashed my toys. <laughs> like, they were destroyed by the end. And also, like, just kind of having, like, a good eye for it and, I don't know, kind of revisiting that plenty. Because there are, like, mm-hmm. some things that I know my dad collected, like, sports cards and memorabilia thinking that they were going to be a lot of money. And then, like, you got you to gotta have the energy to resell that. Or sometimes it just doesn't pan out and it's not actually worth that much money mm-hmm. because... You, you also have to do your research. Yes, big time. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, with kids' toys... No one was probably thinking that except mm-hmm. for the random few who are like, oh, yeah. well, the parents either were kind of into that and like knew maybe or well, I don't know. Some particular type of person was the one who was like, heck, yes, yes. I'm holding on to this in mint condition, not even opened. Like, yeah, Man. dude, these bears are freaking crazy. So just for like a little bit of scale for people, the peace beanie baby, it's like a rainbow colored with a peace sign on him averages for $80. Okay, you're thinking like '90s and it's just nostalgia. That's chill. There's a there's a crab named Claude the Crab, who sells for around fifty grand. What? <laughs> oh no, there's more. The Princess Diana bear goes for over ten thousand dollars. Oh my god! There is a fish whose name is Bubbles, and he's listed for a hundred and twenty nine thousand dollars. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> Others include this little platypus duck looking thing. Oh yeah. Twenty five grand. Wow. Oh my gosh. Man. Dude, <laughs> these things are stupid. This is reminding me of all the people like I I I sincerely wish the best to the people who held out and were able to sell later on, but the people who were like was one of my friends' dads specifically, um, rest in peace, back in the nineties uh, was like, Oh, Pokemon cards. I'm going to get wealthy off these. And he started collecting them and he couldn't make any money off them. And I, you know, I'm just like, man, I hope that some people were able to hold out and make money off those later on. Mm -hmm. um, If they took good enough care of him, because he was right. It was going to be worth something. Just like (laughs) not right then. Right. Yeah. 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 That longevity too, which I don't have like, no, (laughs) no, the long-term thinking is not there. Unfortunately for me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, and I have my Pokemon cards, Mm -hmm. have them. They're in sleeves. Like they're well taken care of, but that nostalgia. Yeah. I held those as a grade schooler. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to sell those off Mm -hmm. because I'm going to sell them and someday I'm going to be like, Oh, I wish I had those. I yeah. had it at one point. I wish I had it. Yeah. It's the same with like the sneakers. I have the sneakers. I have pictures of the sneakers. Mm-hmm. I could sell them, make some money, but then I don't have them. Right. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Things. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Sentimentality, <laughs> nostalgia, all that. The. Uh, sorry. Sorry, mom. But that was my bigger obstacle as well is my mom cleans and eventually she's going to be like, oh, you haven't used this in years. Boom, it's gone. <laughs> Peace <laughs> toys. You got to be a little careful, which she did have a, she did have a point, and yeah. it wasn't like I was the person who was trying to hold on to it to sell, but if you were that kind of person and perhaps had a cleanly parent or sibling mm-hmm. who shared a room or something and someone threw it out in the family, ooh. Mom, out. have you seen my crab, Beanie Baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gave it to the neighbor kid. 
No. You, you what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my mom is unfazed by that. She's like, "Well, I'm sorry, you weren't using it." I'm like, oh, "You're right." Um, okay, I'm an I'm a You're grown right. adult. Okay, yeah, she has a point. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, let's see. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say about Beanie Babies. Yeah. Going on a huge tangent. I mean, <laughs> but, we're, but, we'll know the tan because the tangent was related to what we were going to talk about in between, which is like the increased price. Uh, mm. Of those nine, like those vintage '90s toys, mm-hmm. there's like every decade. There's always a resurgence of something that came before, but for some reason, this decade is really trying to like commodify, like really hone in on the commodification mm-hmm. of these items. And it's just like, oh, we can resell this. We can resell sneakers. We can resell PlayStation fives and Xboxes. Mm-hmm. We can resell this old shit too. <laughs> I mean, like you, you guys remember Sky Dancers? No, Sky yes. Dancers. It's yes. like it's like a little figure that has these plastic wings that are like folded oh, yes, down. Oh yes, 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 And you pull like a rip cord, and they just fly in the air, which is pretty dope. In my research, I saw that, and Margie and I both were like, "Oh, we didn't have this." She wanted them, but I remember the cheaper versions, the like little, you know, wooden stick with yes. the, like, plastic, ah, yeah. and then you'd have to do it with your hands. But same concept, loved it. Yeah. No. Was, yeah. Also the um, the I don't know like the quote-unquote, boy or masculine, quote-unquote, version of it that was like the Dragoons or something? Yeah, exactly. That? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, boys. <laughs> Do the drag. You're playing with that Sky Dancer? Uh-uh. <laughs> you have the Dragoons. Uh-huh. Well, so I bring up the Sky Dancers because while, like, even things like Sky Dancers, at one point they got, they were moved to Clarence Shelves where they were sold for as low as two ninety nine. Whoa. And now they sell for... Over three hundred dollars. <laughs> what? Yeah. Hold on to all your kids' toys now. If yeah. you're a parent now, hold on to this. <laughs> if you've got actual toys, hold on to the toys because they resell like old original Spider-Man, the animated series action figures. Those all sell for upward over a hundred dollars. Wow. Just for just for an old piece of plastic. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That's so, so crazy. This was these these were fa- these are facts. Brought to you by the Cosmic <laughs> Wizard. <laughs> uh. But I mean, we already made it through the facts. Those are <laughs> 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 those were the facts. Nice. So that's it. Let's get into round two. Round two. Okay, so for my next game, I'm going with a little bit more of an interactive game, and I'm going to do Bop It. You son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because at first I was looking at this one list to try and rejog my memory of, like, best board games, and there were, there were lies, a bunch of lies, and Twister came up. And I was like, wait, Twister? That's old, though. It's so old, and I finally looked it up. But Bop It, I feel like, isn't in the same category of like, like fun. Like you're making mistakes mm-hmm. and you got to do something really quick, quickly. And like, I definitely remember having it. Your parents might want to jump in and actually give it like a round. Like, and those, in my opinion, are like huge in the toy world because they're creating those family memories. I had certain toys that I would like, my imagination's going, I'm alone, and I'm like setting up all my little plastic dinosaurs. Uh-huh. But then there were like the family games that stick. For a long time, because maybe your siblings were like, give it to me. It's my turn. <laughs> Parents like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. So I definitely loved the Bop It. Um, and the first series came out in 1996, and it's still going, I believe. Let's see. 
I thought that came up. Yeah, there's different Boppet extremes now. Oh, <laughs> we were, there's a Boppet blast. Yeah, current versions. Yeah, they're they're still making them. But come on, you gotta go with the classic. Mm-hmm. They had a uh, who's the the more stick one? It was like tw- uh, twist it, <laughs> bop it. <laughs> it actually gets kind of hard too. Yeah, there's it speeds f- up. Like in the extreme, there's a flick it, <laughs> flick it, <laughs> doing. Uh-huh. It's such a simple concept, but oh man. With the timer, yeah, I I, I loved the boppet. Nice. <laughs> so many. So we, my family and I played so much boppet during Christmas time. It just lived at my grandparents' house, and there on Christmas Eve, the whole family gets. I mean, I'm talking like there's like twenty some people there. Yeah, wow. and then it's just like, all right. Bop it time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you're just passing it around, and then it Bob gets it. you start. It gets going really fast, yeah. and you're super stoked. And then you pass it to the one person in your family who e- is either like old and uncoordinated <laughs> or young and unenthused yep. and just too cool for the family. So then they fuck it up and you're like, no, what are you doing? What were you doing? You had to pull and you twisted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, totally. Man, that reminded me of Catchphrase, which is another game, but same people. Same involved. The my mm. elders. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, okay. Rhymes with no, you can't do that. Like breaking every single rule, <laughs> the timer is going. Oh man, yeah, good times, but family memories. You'll remember that like for a long, long time. Uh huh. Yeah, that bop it. That's. I was really hoping I'd get that next. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Well, good. I'm glad I I'm glad I listed beforehand because sometimes I go into these drafts and I'm like, yeah, I know like a lot of the good ones, and it comes to me, and I'm like, oh my god, I didn't like organize my list at all, and now I'm just scrambling. It only took 30 to get better at this. (laughs) Heck yeah, that was a great pick. All right, well, with my second pick, this one's a shout. I mean, I guess, are we all going to do shout outs to Mr. Franchise? Heck yes. Is that what we're going to call him from now on? Mr. Franchise. (laughs) Mr. Franchise. (laughs) Matty Ice, this one's for you. Because I know you'd you'd be all over this. If this, if you were fourth pick and you were like, true value pick. For a fifth pick, this didn't go in the top four surprising tickle me elmo oh (laughs) sorry the only thing i remember about tickle me elmo was i got this patch that we got at the fair that was elmo flipping you off saying tickle this (laughs) (laughs) great pick like whether like whether you whether you were annoyed by tickle me elmo or you were enthused because you were really young parents remember tickle me elmo like this was one of those christmas time toy crazes People getting stampeded at Toys R Us, Kmart, Walmart, wherever you bought your toys. Black Friday sales, man, like lots of kids left crying on Christmas morning because they didn't get their Tickle Me Elmo. And parents uh-huh. saying, well, Santa just couldn't couldn't get any more. Couldn't get any more. Well, Santa couldn't make them. No, copyright, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Santa don't got the copyright to Elmo. I like that you had that follow-up <laughs> question. Wait, but why? <laughs> Santa... <laughs> I thought he had all the toys in the nope, world. Nope, copyright infringement. Couldn't make that tickle me, Elmo. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I wonder how much those resell for. Dylan, you got a computer. Look it up real quick. Uh, let me look. Tickle. It was such a hot toy. It's crazy because it came out in 1996, but for some reason I feel like it came out later. I don't know why. Isn't that weird? Uh, it's just in my head. I'm like, oh, that was that was later, right? 96, and then like Furby was 98. 
And yes. I feel like of the two, Tickle Me Elmo was just so crazy. Okay, there is a Tickle Me Elmo uh, on... It's an it's a fifth anniversary one for one hundred thirty five dollars. Oh, yeah. Dang, so, even a fifth anniversary is over a hundred bucks. Yeah, I don't know how much the originals are worth, but it's got to be over one hundred thirty five. Got to be those tickle me elmos. I mean, value now doesn't determine how big it was back then. Like back then, it was crazy. You couldn't find them anywhere, and all for a Sesame Street character. Parents were hella annoyed when they couldn't get them. They were hella annoyed when they got them because those things wouldn't shut up. But Big toy of the 90s. Have to do it. Cultural phenomenon. Nice. Um, so, I guess that brings it to me, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is hard. Okay, I'm going for one that I think... Talk about a franchise, Mr. Franchise. Um, you know, we're all sh- doing a Maddie shout-out, so this is my Maddie shout-out. Beast Wars Transformers. Okay? Beast Wars Transformers. Um... I loved uh, Beast Wars as a TV show. I loved Transformers, you know, and it was just the latest iteration in the 90s. And, um, man, getting a Transformers toy is so cool. It's just a spark for your imagination because you get to create the character. They turn into something else, and then it's almost like the character is totally different. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's so many different kinds, too. Uh, I really loved figuring out how they transform um, and just collecting them. They were super fun, fairly affordable toys too. Like they were at Walgreens and I mean, pretty much anywhere, you know, you could just pick one up. Um, And uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure how much they go for now. um, But I imagine, cause I imagine they've got to be somewhat collectible these days. Um, did any of you play with Beast Wars? Mm-mm. No, no, but I watched that show. It was really good. Yeah, it it was. Optimus really good. was a gorilla. Yeah, and Megatron was a T Rex, dude. <laughs> and I had both of those, and so they yes. duke it out, and they were both so big. Like the be- the Transformers are different sizes too, so mm. Optimus is going to be bigger than like Rat Trap or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so oh, it was just so cool. It was so cool, <laughs> and opt and uh. Optimus Prime's was badass, and so was Megatron's, because then his hand was the T-Rex head, and then his sword was his tail, which honestly doesn't make much sense, but, like, <laughs> it was it was so cool. It was so Ripping cool. Ripping off my tail for battle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love, those were my two favorite toys ever, and then my dog ate part of Optimus Prime, and... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. sad. That was sad. Um, but, yeah, I love those Transformers toys, man. Those, I love it. <laughs> Sorry, when you mentioned your dog, that brought me back to Sky Dancers. How many toys that were just like a made of a cheap plastic that <laughs> flew at some point or some part of them moved, and then your dog's destroyed them? <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> no! Yes, absolutely. Oh yeah. Beast nice. Wars, Transformers. Yeah, dude, that's a solid pick. Those were fun, and the show was good. Mm-hmm. Ahead of its time. Yeah, and even if you didn't have Beast Wars, Transformers, there's a chance someone you knew had a Transformer at some point. And, oh, God, I just, I don't know. They're just so cool. Action figures. Great. Mm -hmm. Nice. Well, you know what time it is. Is that halftime? Time to go into that lounge. Dylan's got some stuff for us on them 90s toys. Dylan, take it away. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) All right, so, um, children's toys, they date back to prehistory, actually. 
If kids don't have toys, they'll find objects, just like random inanimate objects, a stick or a stone, and they'll turn it into a toy. Right? You always hear the phrase like, in my day, we just hit rocks with sticks. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's a toy. And so, okay, why is it that kids play with toys? Why do y'all think? Let's brainstorm. They're just wired for imagination. They're like uh, sensory, like tactile sensations are really big. Mm-hmm. Like their brains are wild, wired to explore their environments, feel different mm-hmm. things. Um I feel like it's just a real big part of development mm-hmm. for many, many reasons. Mm. I'm going to say same answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, maybe problem solving. There might be some mm-hmm. element of problem solving mm-hmm. in there, too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so all that, right, exploring creativity, because that's what humans do best, yep. right? And also just trying to make sense of the world Yep. through that imagination, right? Um, it's a way of knowing, really, with toys, which... Uh, I, I think makes sense because with with my toys when I was playing, I like would act out whole scenarios, you know, um, which it's just I created in my head trying to figure out like, oh, how how do people act? Right. And that would like be transferred through the power of imagination in my toys. Um, mm-hmm. Like I remember one time very vividly, my bud and I created and we were like five, like we were like, let's start a restaurant in my room. So we made a fork. <laughs> yep. We got my stuffed animals. They were the patrons. And we, like, created a menu. And we we're like, this is the cuisine we're going to have, right? Who's going to mm-hmm. be the server? Who's going to be the bartender? And, like, <laughs> it was yeah. just, like, crazy how imaginative kids can be. So, and and this has been going on, again, since prehistory. So kids in ancient Greece had horses with wheels on them that moved. Um, Egyptian children had dolls with wigs and movable limbs. Kids have always had toys, but adults, interestingly enough, haven't always viewed kids as children. Mm-hmm. So in fact, before the enlightenment during the Renaissance, you can see this in paintings cause, and, um, and also in some like ancient Roman paintings too, how kids are painted. They're like little adults. They're, it's so weird. It's so abnormal to look at. Um, and so this is how kids were viewed. They were viewed either not as people at all or as little adults. And this became, um, uh, it, this started to change in the Enlightenment, right? Uh, with like those quote unquote enlightened viewpoints, right? As people started to explore philosophy more. Um, but it became even more true that kids started to become something else, right, entirely, uh, when child labor laws were put into effect in the Industrial Revolution and compulsory education became more commonplace, wages rose, larger middle class was created, um, toys began to become mass-marketed towards children at that point in time in the early 1900s, right, during the Industrial Revolution. Our current mass market of toy production actually dates from post-World War U.S. Mm -hmm. Um, The greatest generation was busy creating the baby boomers and was flush with cash to spend on their kids. I've already talked about consumerism in another podcast, so, you know, y'all, we're not going to rehash that again. But, you know, we have inherited this trend of consumerism. Um, And, yeah, will kids play with toys always? Yeah, of course. But it's weird because I still catch myself, like, when I see an ad, you know, I, I'm like, oh, I want that, right? <laughs> do you ever do you ever think that? Wait for a kid's toy? Yeah. 
Where you're I mean, like, that's a cool toy. It's hard because it's depending on what you're watching too. Because like, mm. I don't watch that much live TV with like commercials. True. Hulu, I don't have premium, so I still get commercials there. Mm-hmm. But they're just showing me the same car commercial and the same like seltzer, hard seltzer commercial. Yeah. They know my age, so I never get to see them anymore. Maybe like our toys though, like um, I don't oh, know. Oh, looking back at our ads, like, like that or a leaf blower. <laughs> yeah, we have our own version of yeah, toys. Now like, it's like, oh, I do want a leaf blower, and I, I want, and I don't know. It's like you can get into your own world with all that stuff too. Anyway, yeah, that's my diatribe mm, on toys. Nice, thank you, Delon. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was very, very informative. Looking back at history at those old toys, dumb kids playing with rocks. <laughs> 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 now is the future. Yeah, it's the future. We play with plastic. <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay. Quick recap. Dylan's got Super Soakers, Beast Wars, Transformers. I've got Pokemon cards and the Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> and Dustin has Beanie Babies and Bop It. Round three. Dylan, it's you. Take it away. Damn. Okay. I'm going to go with one... This was the toy I had the most because it would always break. And I was I was pretty tight with this guy. He was a action hero. He was pretty strong and also he shared a last name with uh some of my family. I'm talking about Stretch Armstrong. This dude, did any of you have a Stretch Armstrong? I mean, uh, no. no. I had a friend who did. I thought he was like a toy that like came back in the 90s, but he was older than that. Oh, was he? I thought so. Look him up. Oh, shoot. Oh, my gosh. I will feel... I've got a backup if Stretch Armstrong doesn't qualify as 90s. You're right. Oh, he's a 70s toy that just stayed popular. Okay, I've got a backup. I've got a backup. Okay, my backup. And you know what? Hey, shout out to you, Stretch Armstrong. Whenever you broke, you got real gooey, and it was gross, and I don't know what that was. <laughs> Probably toxic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, is that why I have ADHD? I don't know. Okay. Uh, Tamagotchi. That is my toy. I remember. So Tamagotchi, in case you don't know, it is, um, it's like this little egg shaped thing and it has like one or two buttons so you can hatch and, and feed and take care of this little creature on, on your little device. Um, and there's a, I actually didn't have the Tamagotchi had the gigapet which is cheaper. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember I, I like brought it to school one day in seventh grade and it like started beeping. And my teacher was like, what is that? And it beeped all fucking day. And she's got more angry as the day progressed. I got through though, without getting in trouble. I just didn't bring (laughs) that shit. Cause even like kids were getting annoyed. They're like, what is that? You're like my eggs trying to hatch. <laughs> it was going hungry. I think it starved during the <laughs> yeah, because they day. could die. Yeah. Oh, it was so fun. I loved my Tamagotchi. Oh my gosh, I I I didn't. I think I cried when it died. Actually, I felt pretty sad. So, my yeah. my stepsister had a Tamagotchi, and we were on the freeway in Spokane, and she like because it came on like a little keychain, and she had the keychain on her thumb. She was like doing this with her hand out the window <laughs> and her Tamagotchi like fell off her hand <laughs> and she just like, she, I just remember screaming to her parents up front. She was like, Hey, 
My Tamagotchi, I dropped it out the window. (laughs) (laughs) They were just like, well, we're on the freeway, so. It's gone. It's gone. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) A good lesson to learn. (laughs) She'd have killed it anyway. Yeah. So funny. Nice. Mm -hmm. Good pick. Good pick. Thank you. You're gesturing to me, but I'm trying to procrastinate because I don't know what to pick. Um, got something for collectors, got something for the really little kids. Hmm. Going to date myself with this one, but I'm going to go with the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Megazord. Yeah! Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in 1994 was like the biggest thing. And it was, and it was so cheap. Like the people who they wanted, they wanted to sell toys, so they made the TV show using a Japanese show, like splicing Japanese part of a Japanese show <laughs> with American actors, mm-hmm. so that they could create this narrative to sell toys. And those toys were hot fire; mm-hmm. they were oh, yeah. so good. I loved Power Rangers so much that my mom decorated my room Power Rangers, Power Rangers That's curtains, so dope. heck yes, Power Rangers comforter. Power Rangers bed sheets. I had the pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> For that Halloween, I was the Red Ranger, and I was super jealous of my friend Krista, who was the Green Ranger, because she had the gold shoulder pads. Oh. And I was like, dude, that's the coolest part. <laughs> that's the coolest part of the outfit. Dude. Like, Can I borrow those? No. All right. <laughs> but that Megazord toy, ooh-wee, that thing was cool. It came mm-hmm. apart into the five little Megazords, mm-hmm. so you could play with the five little pieces. Mm-hmm. Then you could assemble them with, our, like... For those who aren't, like, for all you old people, you Voltron heads, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Megazord was, like, the 90s kids Voltron came together. It had a sword. It had, a um, like, a woolly mammoth on the yes. arm, mm-hmm. a stegosaurus, and a triceratops at the feet. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we pterodactyl on the back. <laughs> Man. It was cool. It was so cool. And then there were some other add-ons. Like, there was the the Green Dragon one that was cool. I actually have a Power Ranger toy that is coming up, too, because it was oh, a fire toy line. Okay, so nice. But, yeah, they made so many cool ones. Yeah. Also, just like the collectible with the uh, Beanie Babies, having the, like, obviously, like, Transformers kind of were on that same idea of, like, combining different separate yep. toys into yep. one massive toy. That's genius. Oh, man. That's so brilliant. <sighs> it's so... Yeah, uh, they, so they, much. They had the turtle one that was cool that it could like ride on the turtle. Which okay, a turtle is not a great steed to ride upon, right? But like <laughs> I, I, you know, what? I respect your game. And they also the other one I remember was these are the big ones that were I think more pricey that like maybe some people had I didn't. Um, but then the big like uh, brontosaurus one, you remember that? Yeah. Oh, that was dope. I liked that. I always wanted that. It was I, so cool. I'm glad you you haven't mentioned the one yet, so Ooh, I still get it. Nice. I wonder what it is. Which I might do third, might do fourth, but it doesn't matter because I got okay. that wraparound. Okay. You do, and it's your go. Go for it. Okay, the first Pick one, it right now. Well, okay, well, the first one I want to ask is, I know the Skip It had a line in the 80s, but it had a renaissance in the 90s. No? Yay? <laughs> I would yay, say yay. I like I personally would say yay because I remember when it came back because they added because the it was, counter yeah and it was it was also like an as they sold it as like an as seen on TV product and in stores so that's slightly different it's like yeah and like the original like the same kind of concept 
kind of like kind of like a lot of these toy lines like we're talking about Power Ranger toys and a different generation is going to have their own line of toys like the line you know what I mean like same brand but they changed it into the counter specifically to challenge you on how much you can add on so during a second production occurring in the early 1990s that was referred to by then CEO as a skip it renaissance the toy was manufactured with a counter on the skip it ball to record the number of skips Ha-ha. yes Sales doubled from the late 1980s. Some skippets uh, had colorful glitter filled with <laughs> and covered plastic decorations that could be slid on in order to make colorful patterns while being twirled about. We're talking about revolution of the skippet. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so getting better. But the reason why I picked this one is because I have, talking about nostalgia, so we had this deck, and, you know, Kids are messy. There's going to be things lying around. Maybe there's like um, deck furniture or there's something like around. That thing was lethal. You're just jumping around on the deck, just bang, <laughs> bang, bang, bang. <laughs> like dogs going around and everyone's like, Dustin, Erica, stop it. <laughs> and you're like, I got to get the number. I got to get the number. <laughs> I'm almost to it. I have like, I'm on 100. The count it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I I thought the skip it was pretty pretty iconic. Gets you moving, just yes. like we talked about. Yep. Those are great toys uh because in past episodes about video games, I kind of talked about like being in like one of those like major rise of video games. Like obviously, I wasn't at the start of it. I wasn't alive then, but definitely when I was young, that was a big thing. Like get outside. <laughs> kind of a new challenge with uh, parents that maybe presented itself a bit with TV. But, you know, like my dad's generation, they didn't show stuff all the time. Right. So there might not be anything good on the three channels. And it was like, <laughs> yeah, we spent all the time outside. <laughs> I was definitely one of those kids. I was like, I had my Nintendo 64, had this. So a good outdoor game was very, yeah. very needed. Nice. And it's, you know, gets you some exercise. That's good. And speaking of parents, I actually had an idea instead of trivia, which Ben actually came up with just to give him credit. But. This idea is to actually call. Right now we have nine on the board. We've picked nine toys, and we all were from the consumer perspective, from the kids' perspective, I guess. We all were playing with the toys and getting caught by those commercials and those ads. Mm-hmm. And just like, yeah, I want one. I, I need one, and I'm taking care of this little pet. But I wonder what our parents think. When they think toys of the 90, what sticks out in their memory? So I actually am going to call my dad really quick and surprise him with this question. And we're going to see what he says. I wonder if it's going to match up with ours. Nice. Hold up. Wait. So how is this different than what I had suggested? I said you came up with the idea. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? I was like, how is this different? I was like, this is the the idea. I know you wanted credit. So I was like, I'm going (laughs) to. Okay. Let's see. We got our Bluetooth on. Yeah, go for it. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Let me call him this is right first now. First time calling in, right? Is this first time calling in? This would be a first, yeah, first guest over the phone. Wow, cool. Woo, woo, a podcast milestone for us. Cool. Here we go. Nerfil, will it have a ringtone? That's what I was wondering just now. Ah, we do. Oh my god, that's so cool. <laughs> wow. We're impressed by little. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the suspense. Hello. Hey, Dad. How's it going? Good. 
Okay, you are right now on the Mount Draftmore podcast. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. Yeah, what's up, Dave? <laughs> welcome. Welcome, welcome. All right, so thank you. The topic that we're actually doing today, we wanted your input on. We are covering okay. toys including board games and cards and like all the other, you know, super soakers that that kind of stuff. Toys from the 1990s. When you think about toys from the 1990s, what comes to your mind? From the 90s? Yep, when Eric and I were little. Uh, Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) That was Ben's first pick. He's happy about that. What was the second thing he said? Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh. I think that was a little bit later, but... Yeah, oh. still on the same. Power Rangers. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Let's yes. go. I push it again, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bionicles. Oh, oh, left field. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and definitely super soakers for sure. Mm. I, I told them about how I really, really wanted the rules in my favor and didn't like it when you all squirted me. It's not fair. Uh, <laughs> rules in your favor or total domination? You were like a totalitarian state. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I had dreams of being a dictator early on. <gasps> Everything's yeah. in my favor. <laughs> I will strike and it will be hilarious and no one will touch me or I will cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, nice. You actually fit with a lot of what we were saying. Pokemon's definitely on there. We talked a bit about Power Rangers. Uh, do you remember the skip it and us, Eric and I? Oh yeah, yeah. Skip it. <laughs> hitting everything on the deck. Lethal if you got close to somebody doing it because the thing was like a missile swinging around. <laughs> that was some heavy yeah. plastic with that counter in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, one last question before you go: Did you have a least favorite thing that Eric and I played with that was just so annoying? Well, I didn't like your um, Rugrats video game that made me nauseous. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. That was, was not a good one. That was very dizzying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how did you play this game? It was on like a uh, Nintendo 64? I did it thing? with my head next to a toilet bowl. <laughs> motion sickness. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You did not do well with the uh, the video games, the... Um, really nauseous and that one's all like wobbly because yeah, you're a little yeah. toddler oh oh i see i, I just did. looked it up it's uh it's horrifying actually <laughs> <laughs> the camera's like yeah, wobbly it's, it's bad <laughs> yeah it, it was fun though equally terrifying though was that lost world video game because i lost about a year of my life trying to beat certain levels of that when i was a adult with children i still yes. got totally absorbed with it Yes, yeah, that was a fantastic video game. I loved Lost World. Yeah, no one plays it. No one, all my students, no one's ever heard of it. It was pretty great to it's play a at a young treasure. age. People eating, yeah. <laughs> people being eaten. Yeah, blood. T Rex is just chomping down on people. Yeah, good, good thing to take in at yes. before ten. Solid childhood content. I love that game though. Yeah. yeah. And I, I used to actually run with the controller. So if I needed the player to jump, oh, yeah, I yeah. would jump, and I'd run left to right in there. Like I was, I was ahead yeah. of my my time before yeah, the were, Wii came out. You were manifesting the yeah. uh, the virtual reality experience. I bet you some video game yeah. creator looked at me or looked at a kid like me playing, and we're like, wait a minute, there's something here. Well, I'm nice. Sure you podcasters realize too, Dustin. Uh, 
we had to limit his video time because he would get so mad he'd be throwing the controller and throwing <laughs> in the <other> room. <laughs> I was a very angry play type. He was a very angry young man. <laughs> Super soakers, uh, video games. I have to win. Yeah. That's the rules yeah. of life. All right, well, thank you, Dad. We'll have to have you on yeah. the podcast to make your pick sometime. Absolutely. Think I'm of, ready. Think of the categories you would want to draft. All right, I will sit down this afternoon and, and graph out some possible topics and my choices. Nice. Yeah. In the hopes of, of launching myself into this thing. Yes, let's yeah. get you in here, Dave. That'd be fun. Superstardom at 861, baby. It's never too late. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Woo-woo. All right. And talk to you. Overnight success. <laughs> <laughs> You're yep. going to skyrocket us to a million. Heck yes. That's yeah. our secret <laughs> weapon. Hell yeah. <gasps> All right. Thanks, Dad. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Take care. Sounds good. Yep. All right. Nice. Wow. Okay. He said Pokemon cards. He said Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Super Soakers. Man, he, see, he confirmed my that was a missile on the end of your foot yeah. with the skip it. He did. Like y'all were basically right in line in your in your frame of thought with that. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Man. Nice. Well, that brings me to my last pick, Round and I four. I talked about a Power Ranger weapon, or I just gave it away. <gasps> Is it the flute? It's the, the power blaster. So it's not the dagger, but this one you could combine a bunch of different ones. I know what you're talking about. You have the red sword. You have uh, the yellow ranger's And it trees. turns into a big-ass yes, gun. Yes, yes. Like, yeah. And you yeah. combine... It has, like, wings on the side. Yes. Yeah, you combine <laughs> all the different guns. It's just like the Megazord, and, like, you have one cool toy that you combine into an even cooler toy, uh-huh. except this one, you are the Power Ranger, and you're just running yeah. around... And like I remember, like I'd run around with the like the Green Ranger's weapon. I'd run around like I'd just switch them out. And then I was kind of a funny kid because like I like progression. So I'd always start off like like you know like those video games like Fable, like where you had to like oh yeah get better over time and you really had to work at improving your character. I kind of liked that ramp up up of intensity. So in my imagination, I'd be like playing with one weapon and be like, oh no, bad guys are out to get us. I'd be like. Oh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna add one more weapon. Ba 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 ba. Be like, oh no, they're still surrounding us, and then I'd end with like, dun 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 dun. That's it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's an ace in the hole. So much fun. Power Rangers had an amazing toy line, which makes sense, like you said, Ben, with their whole creation. Like they they knew they wanted to make money off that toy line. Good job. You fueled my childhood. Yeah, they went for it. You fueled my imaginations of violence. Thank you, Power Rangers. <laughs> Disappointing Power Ranger toy, the communicators. Because you can't actually communicate with them. I mean, it's cool. You could use your imagination, but... At a certain age, you're like, oh, man. Yeah, like, this is just a piece of plastic. You're like, gosh darn, I don't want a pre-recorded thing from Jason. He keeps saying the same thing to me. <laughs> I hate Jason. I hate him. Ah... <laughs> Then Kimberly yeah. finally answers. You're like Kimberly. Hey, yo, hey, let me holla, let me holla, let me holla, 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 let me holla, let me holla. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Damn. Okay, so I got the next pick, and I don't know what to pick because y'all wouldn't allow. I mean, so it's like Skip It came before the '90s, but the '90s is where it was like boom. Yeah. 
So like I want to pick Nerf guns because mm-hmm. Ner- Nerf comes out like in like the late sixties. Oh, but like their marketing Nerf coming up like in the popular culture like mm-hmm. that's the nineties. It's Nerf or nothing. <laughs> it's Nerf or nothing. Look at this. this is ridiculous, yes. dude. That is the nineties. This Nerf. <laughs> Like automatic machine gun, <laughs> dude, and that More is that, that is so like, '90s. So I mean, I, I'll leave it up to y'all. Like, can can I take can I take Nerf guns? Just take the Nerf gun. Yep, let's go. Okay, with it. okay. Let's have so some fun. So super soakers. That's like the outdoor gun that you're gonna play with, and yep. Nerf is what you're playing with indoors. Yep, yep, yep. And so much variety. You pulled up the machine gun. You could have little pistols. I remember playing Goldeneye. And then wanting to play Goldeneye real life. So then how do you play? You have all of the Nerf guns and you scatter the Nerf guns all over the place. You get all the yes. homies to bring their Nerf guns mm. and boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Man. Yeah. The only trouble is when you lose your ammunition. Yep. Yeah. Those little, those inevitably. little darts. But they knew what they were doing because you could go to the store and you could just buy packs of ammo. Yep. Yes. Yep. So yeah. great. I, uh, I heard of one high school that kind of did it. Um, outside of an official high school um, sanctioned event since I guess it's, in, you know, involving fake weapons and stuff. But yeah. students have these, like, Nerf gun wars around Federal Way and people would take out, like, they deconstruct it and put in stronger sp- uh, uh, springs. Oh, wow. That- she was getting blasted. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. And you try and sneak up on people. So, like, there are certain rules, kind of like UW did a version of this where it was, like, you can play between this time and this time and inside like buildings you're safe. So anytime you're like oh. out, you're fair game. Is that the one where and, it's like it only takes place during a certain time of the year and it's a zombie game? Yeah, you dub. And and it even uh it can like even if you're walking to the class, you're fair game. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I never played that, but I always was like, I should play that one year. Because it looks fun. Doesn't that sound fun with Nerf yeah. guns? Like, I would still do that today. It'd be like, oh, dang. Like, you're sneaking around. Like, you got to be within a certain area at a certain time. You're trying to move through and get other people. I wonder how hard it is to deconstruct one and put a stronger spring in it. Yeah. Because I'd be like, if the four of us could just get pistols and do pistol <laughs> wars and soup them up, think of how dope <sighs> that'd be. Yes. Yeah. That'd maybe maybe dope. I had a, a theme amongst the friends I knew. I had someone do that with paintball, which I thought was effed up. They'd just ramp up. <laughs> like Jesus. They'd bring, you know, like I think it's like an Allen wrench or something oh to, to turn it up. Yeah. And they, they do it for you before you go in to make sure it's at the regulation. It's- and then when he's out there, he's just like ramping it up. And I'm like, you jerk. It's like, already like going to give you a welt. Yeah. That's, that's kind of crazy. Right. That's a little. Something funny. about toy guns, though. I'm breaking that skin. I ain't hitting you hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good pick, Ben. Definitely. Yeah, no guns are fun. <laughs> you fucking get shot in the ear. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> my hearing. <laughs> I'm going deaf. It's in my ear canal. Some what? saving Private Ryan moment. <laughs> People are yelling at you, just like shell shocked. <laughs> oh man! Well, I'm finishing off uh, with, you know, okay, we all know Legos. Legos have been around forever, but I'm gonna do something that came out explicitly in the '90s, and it's still around. Oh wait, did I skip something? No, no, no go for it. Okay, it's still around. Um, and I am going for connects. Oh, connects, dude! Connects are so dope. Like I remember building a fucking Ferris wheel with my connects. That shit was awesome. Got a little I, engineer over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so fun. It was so fun. It's like 
I mean, Lincoln Logs are super old, so I couldn't pick Lincoln Logs. Legos are super old. Couldn't pick Legos. Obviously, Connects. There's also Erector sets. I think those are old, too, though. Yeah, those, those are, are old. But Connects are so much more approachable than Erector sets. I mean, they're so fun. You just snap the pieces together. It's so easy. Mm. And it's and you can make different things. Like, you can make cars. Because the whole the whole process, the whole point of Connects is for, like, engineering, which is cool. So people interested in making things that move and work, um, I mean, the Connects were an obvious slam dunk for those people. That's a good toy. Yeah. yeah. So much fun with the Connects. So that's my fourth. That's my, uh, yeah, that's my pick. I always wanted Connects, but I had an Erector set because my dad had an Erector set and he's like, you're going to have an Erector set. So he got it for me. <laughs> but you had like little screws and little nuts oh, yeah. and it was like actual like making sh- and now today i would be like sweet yeah but back then i was like it's fucking lame <laughs> gotta actually put it together yeah. my dad would be like "Ooh, look at this and he'd make this fucking car and i'd be like how'd you even do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah because yeah. like stainless steel like with tools and yeah shit. like yeah it's it, but it, it's cool it's still cool yeah do you know how to build more stuff probably than anyone at the table Unless I'm assuming wrong, but oh, you're not assuming wrong. Maybe that was a smart move. Smart move. Yeah. yeah, smart smart move, Reese. You don't listen to this, but if you ever do, we're giving you kudos. Yeah. Thanks for trying to make me build shit when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right, cool. Well, that's we made it through. Three man draft made it through the nineties toys. Let's do a quick recap, Dylan. Uh wait, no, we don't do recaps that way at the end. What am I talking about? It's time for us to make our case. Dustin, you get to go first. All right, all right, all right. Let's do it. Okay, so first up, I had the Beanie Babies because these were awesome and credited as the first internet sensation in 1995. What? That's pretty crazy. And very, very smart. Resale value on these are huge. Kids, stuffed animal in your lineup, no-brainer. Kids love stuffed animals of some sort. I don't know why psychologically, but it's a thing. Then I got Bop It. The family game that's going to be so much fun and it's going to be so much more entertaining with such a simple idea than you would first expect. But as it's ramping up and the time is crunching down, man, you're just like fired up. The adrenaline's pumping and then you want another turn? Too bad. It's like, pass me the bop it. Uh, (laughs) Then I had the skip it, which is also a fun game. And this is going to be a challenge, a competition different than the bop it. This one was one of those. You can play against yourself. I need to beat my score. Or you can play it against someone else. It's a missile. What good childhood toy, especially back in the day, was not also, not also lethal to those around <laughs> in some shape or form. Maybe there are some toxins in the plastic for, for some of y'all too. <laughs> but then last I had the Power Blaster from Power Rangers. You could be running around with this massive weapon and you could bump up, progress to that point. So if you wanted to play out that whole fantasy the last 30 minute fight scene in a movie yeah 30 minutes we're doing the whole thing boom power blaster (laughs) (laughs) boom power blaster (laughs) wow dang looking at these teams these are hard to vote for Mm -hmm. these teams are hard to vote for i'm second so leggy gallon no i i feel fine (laughs) (laughs) i feel fine what happened there? Okay, you hit the button. You're subconscious. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> I did hit the button, and my time's ticking. I got Nerf guns. You got the you got the fun outdoorsy guns, and then you have the good indoor guns that you play with your friends at a sleepover. You know, you got you brought your 
brought your Nerf gun and your sleeping bag, and you're all going to watch Godzilla after you play a couple <laughs> rounds of Goldeneye in the house. Yeah, Nerf guns, the classic. Everybody loves those. And if you run out of ammo, you can go get some more. And then when your mom vacuums, she's going to find the ones you lost. So it's win-win. Now you're just stacking <laughs> ammo. The Mighty Morphin Power Ranger Megazord. Man, this was this was five toys in one, six toys in one. You got all the little individual pieces. You could be zooming around using your imagination. You got Triceratops and Sabertooth Tiger running along, just like you see in the show. And then all of a sudden, like, whoop, whoop, they become the legs of the Megazord. <laughs> now the Megazord's running, just like Voltron with the sword going crazy. Tickle Me Elmo, cultural phenomenon, selling out in stores, people getting stampeded, people literally getting punched in the face, fights, fist fights inside of stores, Toys R Us, Jeffrey the Giraffe cannot stop them. This thing was crazy, crazy annoying, but also crazy popular, crazy big money maker around Christmas time. And then finally, I've got Pokemon cards. Pokemon cards still big today, big back in the day, whether it be first edition or base set. You were collecting them. You were taking them to school. You want peak nostalgia from the 90s? It's Pokemon cards, baby. That's why they're still going for hot, hot dollar bills. <laughs> Tickle <Nice>. this. <laughs> sexy, sexy, sexy. <laughs> <laughs> You're just mad because I got the Pokemon cards and you won. I, I really want that patch back. Tickle this. <laughs> I bet we can find it. I bet you we can. You or can we put can... it on a t-shirt. Or just make yeah. a t-shirt with it. Yeah, uh, let's do that. Tickle this shirts. <laughs> Buy them. Buy them on our website. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, before I go, I want to say a quick fact. I asked earlier, what is in Stretch Armstrong? Um, according to the internet, it is gelled corn syrup. Oh, hey, that actually makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Wow. That's why if you punch him really hard, he's a freaking rock and it hurts your hand. Uh-huh. And then you can squish him and he's all soft. And you're, oh, little <laughs> <laughs> pills boy. Little Pillsbury there. I loved that toy. It was so fun. I don't know why I loved it. It was so cool. Okay. So, uh, I had Super Soakers, Beast Wars Transformers, Tamagotchi, and Connects. Yo, you want to go outside? You want to have some fun? Let's pick up a Super Soaker. Let's squirt each other. We all like guns in America, right? All of us like guns, right? Yeah? Well, Super Soakers, that's for you. Um, Also, water. Love water. Uh, Beast Wars Transformers. Let's activate that imagination. Let's transform some shit together. All right. <laughs> let's have them fight epic battles like they do in the TV show. Let's uh, let's figure out how they transform. That's pretty fun, too. Uh, Tamagotchi, you have a little paternal or maternal instinct inside of you. You want to take care of something. Tamagotchi is for you. Right. We all want some of us want to take care of something. And you know what? Uh, we all like that little little beep it makes when it, it needs food um, and, then, <laughs> and then connects you want to make some shit and engineer some shit that's gonna go vroom connects that's right it just clicks together just like that it works so easy um you know and when you step on it, it doesn't hurt as bad as legos so there's that too <laughs> parents parents we're talking to you yeah we're talking to you parents uh you know erector sets are cool but you know what's cooler um, not having to use a wrench when you're a child. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> shout out got taken away. We we're like, we're no longer in approval. <laughs> I love erector sets. I'm kidding. All right. I, I love my wrenches. Yeah. Love you, daddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great job. Great draft, everyone. Well, now it's time for you to decide. You need to go on the social medias, post, post, post who you thought won, who had the better team. If we miss some that you wish had been on a team, post it. Post that with who you thought won. Also, 
stay on the lookout because we're going to do worse toys of the 90s. And so maybe the toys that you thought were the best, we might actually think are the worst. So we can get contentious together as a community on the <laughs> on all of the social medias. Where 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 can people be finding us at? On Instagram, you can find us at at Mount Draftmore. Uh, Facebook is at Mount Draftmore Podcast. We got an at. That's right. We have oh, enough what? followers that we got an at. We got enough followers. Ooh, we're at. <laughs> and Matt normally does Twitter, and Twitter's like what at Mount Draftmore, something like that. Come on, Mister Franchise, <laughs> uh, Mister Franchise, you're you. dropping the ball, man. We normally have you for that one little plug. I don't know, look it up, and then check us out on YouTube. <laughs> Search Mount Draftmore YouTube, you'll find us there. Other than that, if you want to know how who we voted for our studio winner, you can check out the Instagram on Saturday. Nope, on Friday. My bad. And if you want to see like who each person individually voted for with their justifications, you can check that out on Saturday. Uh, we'll be doing a drawing here coming up, so make sure you vote. And that's going to do it for this episode of Mount Draftmore, y'all. Thanks for coming in. Take care.